everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode, well, I guess I don't really know the episode because this is in the past, but welcome to In My Mug and welcome to Steve in the future. I'm a little bit out of breath, I've been running, um, I've got to get this done, so big news coming next week. As well as our In My Mug subscription, we have a guest espresso subscription that I know lots of you are subscribed to, where we've been doing a guest coffee shop each month. And that runs out in December and we want to do something new. And we've got to do something very special and secret. Um, if you're an In My Mug subscriber, you may be getting something in your envelope, uh, letting you know about it. But um, you'll find out, I guess. But you need to be a subscriber or you need to be one of our lucky recipients. So it is the worst marketing ever that I'm not telling you anything about it. Uh, but hopefully it will be worthwhile and I think a little bit of fun for next year. Um, so that's going to be good. Brazils have arrived. Uh, be ready for lots and lots of Brazils uh, arriving on the website over the next few weeks. Um, it's an exciting time of year for me because I have so many amazing ones. One of them coming is in my mug this week. Christmas is also coming. Um, the espresso and filter blends will be on the site from the 1st of December. Um, as an In My Mug subscriber, um, it is a tradition that you, um, you, you tend to get them over Christmas and we're not breaking that tradition. So Christmas and New Year, you will get those packs. So unless you want them twice, don't buy them when they go on the website. And that was the wonderful news. Um, now it's time for Focus On. And this week, we're going to focus on the state of Minas Gerais in Brazil. So Minas Gerais is one of the 26 states of Brazil. It is ranked as the second most populous and the third most uh, gross domestic product, product from any of the states in Brazil and fourth largest by area in the country of Brazil. The state's capital is the largest city and it's called Belo Horizonte. Uh, it's a major urban and financial center in Latin America. It's the sixth largest municipality in Brazil after the cities of Sao Paulo, Rio de Janeiro, Salvador, uh, Brasilia, and Fortaleza. Um, it uh, has around about five and a half million inhabitants um, and was also one of the host cities for the World Cup this year where I got to see um, the group game between England and Costa Rica. Uh, I'll put that picture on the screen now. Um, yeah, it was a pretty big moment for me and one of the greatest experiences I've ever had. Minas Gerais, or Minas as it's known to its friends, um, is a major producer of milk uh, and of coffee and many other agricultural commodities. Um, also has lots of minerals in the soils there, uh, has a big electronic base, uh, and also lots of Fiat's and Mercedes Benzes are made there too, as are lots of cars. Look, I didn't realise what a big producer of cars um, Brazil has become. Um, Poços de Caldas, which is one of the towns I know best and where this week's coffee is grown near to, um, is famous, well, famous in my head anyway, for having a disused monorail. Um, and I'm going to show you a little video about that. Sean, is there a chance the track might bend? Not a chance, my Hindu friend. What about us drunken slobs? You'll be given cushy jobs. Monorail! So that was a fun focus on, but a strange one, as this week's coffee is not actually from Minas Gerais, it's from the state of Sao Paulo. Um, but, um, as you can see from the video I'm showing you on the screen now, um, it's right on the state line of Minas and Sao Paulo, and um, 
yeah, I, I kind of, I think it represents what Minas Coffee's most are, ironically, even though it's not grown there. Um, it's called uh, Fazenda Cachoeira, it's a yellow bourbon, uh, and it's a pulp natural process uh, from Brazil, which is a fairly typical uh, process for that area. And it's a bit of a staple to me. It's one of my, it's definitely my top 10 all-time coffees, maybe even in my top five. And it's a stunning example of what fine coffee Brazil can make. Um, it really is quite special. Not amazing special, but there's just something very comfortable about it. It's not the greatest, most complex coffee in the world, but it's certainly one of the best coffees I've ever drunk um, and has such amazing memories for me. Um, the farm really changed the way uh, I thought about coffee. I can remember the first time I ever cut this coffee. Time stood still. I can picture it in my mind's eye exactly where I was. Um, and it really did open up specialty coffee to me. Um, Gabrielle, uh, the farmer, was one of the first producers I ever met um, and still to this day has a big effect on my company here. Um, and because of our special relationship we have with Gabrielle, we have access to the best of the crop. Like you will find Cashware in uh, quite a few places. It's a, it's a, it's a healthy sized farm, um, but we have a European exclusive on it and uh, I, love, I love that we get these very, very special lots and we buy a lot from this farm. Um, Cachoeira has been in the uh, Carvalho Diaz family since 1890 um, and has been in the family for 109 years. Um, it, it's, it's located at an altitude of 1,100 metres to 1,250 metres above sea level. Uh, Gabriele, who I've already mentioned, is one of the most famous uh, agronomists in Brazil, uh, knows his stuff, and his family owns several farms that border the Cachoeira. Um, has a, a total area of 417 hectares, which is huge, and um, has a coffee growing area of 165 hectares. Uh, and recently they've uh, invested in a uh, lodge at the farm where you can actually go and stay. So if you have the money, you can go and pay to stop on Cachoeira and ride mountain bikes around the area. Um, it's located near to the town of Poças de Caldas, where that monorail comes from, um, and uh, is a beautiful tourist city. Um, you know, there's spa town with uh, natural spas there, and used to be a big tourist attraction place. Not, not so much now. So we should look at the figures. The farm is called Fazenda Cachoeira de Grama. De Grama uh, had to be added because lots of farms copied the name Fazenda Cachoeira because of its success in Cup of Excellence. It's a pulp natural, it's a bourbon varietal, has an altitude of 1,100 to 1,250 metres above sea level, uh, owned by the Carvalho Diaz family, uh, nearest town is Posas de Caldos, and uh, is in the region of Magonia, um, which is in the Sao Paulo state. So let's go and look at this week's map bit. really good there that's because i am really good um, we're zooming up we're zooming into google earth and uh, there's the uk and we're going across the atlantic and going to the country of brazil um brazil is uh too big i hate visiting there because everything is a long long way away um but i am looking forward to visiting because of the world cup have i mentioned about that in the past oh, hey but let's look at brazil so brazil has the longest beach in the world at seven thousand five hundred kilometers i i couldn't even run that 
and I'm really good at running. Um, we're going down and we're going down to Minas Gerais. Minas Gerais is where some of my favourite coffees come from. I kind of do love this area. Um, it, although, kind of saying that, Kishwara actually isn't part of Minas Gerais. If you look, it's smack on the border and it actually goes across. But you can throw stones um, at, uh, at Minas from here. So there's the farm. Um, just below where you... That, like drying patio is the waterfall which is cachoeira um, in portuguese it means waterfall is just below there um and there's an in my mug i did a while back where i'm actually paddling in that waterfall but we go down and we see there we've got drying patios we've got the whole um the whole kind of houses that the workers live on it's like a little village when you kind of get in there um it is a great great farm um i really do love visiting there um but yeah there we go we're going to getting into that whole this is the drying patios that we're outlining um, and, and all of the outbuildings. It's, um, yeah, it's really good. One of the best Google Earths you can kind of get for a farm that you can really see lots and lots of detail. Um, but yeah, let's zoom back up and let's go up to there and let's go. That was the map bit. This week, obviously, the coffee is Fazenda Cachoeira. Um, called Cachoeira because translated in Portuguese Cachoeira is waterfall and that's the waterfall um, this is a coffee that we've been buying for a long time it's our 12th year of buying it uh, huge fans of it it was a coffee that kind of showed me a lot of what coffee could be at the very start uh, I remember cupping it the first time and just tasting this amazing milk chocolate and this beautiful kind of walnut and just kind of going that tastes like chocolate and walnut and everybody agreed with me and it was uh, one of those affirming moments that I could actually taste coffee. Um, kind of just outside the town of Posos de Caldos, uh, which is in Minas Gerais, but this is actually in Sao Paulo State. Um, we were joking earlier up at the farm that this is one of the best known farms in Minas Gerais that isn't in Minas Gerais. Um, has a production of, uh, has around about 120 hectares. Uh, production kind of up and down, but it's around about, I think it's around about um, 2,000 bags, which is for Brazil, it's kind of big, but not massive. Uh, elevations of like 11, uh, 10,000 meters to 12,000 meters. Has a mixture of varietals, has Bourbon, has Canario, um, has uh, Acaia, um, has Red Bourbon and Yellow Bourbon, not just Bourbon, um, and Mundanovu. So lots of different varietals on the farm, lots of great coffees. So now it's time for Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. Of all the coffee drunk in the world comes from Brazil. There's an awful lot of coffee in Brazil, don't you know? Indeed there is, Roland. I believe there's even a song about it. I'm going to whap you on pause, I'm going to go and make tasty and delicious drinks, and I'll be back with you in just a moment. Right, so I have beverages. Uh, let's start with the espresso. Thank you to Techno and to Roland for these today. Uh, that's why I've got a French press, because Roland is being horrible to me. Although it does give me a good chance to talk about that, but I'll, I'll do that after this. So, this for me is the perfect espresso. Sweet, caramel, toffee, balanced, smooth, hardly any acidity, 
it's just mm, it's just yum it's a delicious espresso it really is everything I want in espresso um, I love it I'm a big big fan as you can tell so in milk it just gets sweeter it just gets bigger the coffee powers through the power works in harmony with the milk instead of fighting against it I love this coffee I love this coffee so so much um, so French press um, you should go look at our French press guide um, how to make the best French press this is the Espo press which is a little bit different to your normal French press but um, tend to be a little bit muddier cup uh, but you know I like them. I do like them. I do fall back to them. And it's the brewing method I always recommend to anybody getting into coffee because it's so cheap, easily accessible, um, and people get it as a as a method. So it's not it's harder to screw it up to. So smooth, sweet, chocolate, balance. It's delicious. It's a great, great coffee. Um, I don't know how anybody can not love this coffee. For me, it's such a crowd pleaser. Um, it does all of the things I want a coffee to do. It's balanced and smooth and amazing. So, um, don't forget to keep an eye out for the secret, the secret that's coming out next uh, next week. Um, I'm very excited about this secret uh, subscription, as you, as you may be able to tell. Um, I hope you get as excited as I do. Um, thank you for joining me, as always. And do remember, life is definitely too short. Bad coffee.